Gary Lewis with you. Okay, yeah, well, fine. We'll, we'll, we'll skip it. We'll skip the three things. People like it, Ryan. I blame I, Ryan. I understand. We're but just short on time. Yeah. Gary Lewis with you. KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk uh, because we got bumped uh, <clears throat> because of Fox News. I get it, but I'm glad that this guy, Donald Trump's BFF, Brandon Judd, National Border Patrol Counsel, joins us. Uh, hey, Brandon, how you doing, man? I'm doing well, but listen, if you're going to try to convince your listeners that Ryan cleans his house, that's just completely untrue. He's never cleaned his house. That's dirty. <laughs> you know, you don't know who wears the pants in the house. His wife bosses him around like there is no tomorrow. She literally rules the roost. Like, she makes it. You know what, though? He does all the cooking, but then he sent me a picture one time. Uh, she was, she was. Uh, I can't say uh, it. No. <laughs> She's not Look, listening. I, I, I believe it. You and I both know he suffers from pansyitis. <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> I do have an apron. Cleaning? Look, look at that dude. He doesn't clean himself. Exactly. You're right about that, but his wife's like, you better clean the house where we live. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, we're going to wrestle. Uh, well, there you go. Uh, so, uh, this whole, this whole uh, outrage about what's going on down there for your fellow Border Patrol agents. Um, how insane is it watching the media coverage, seeing how much of this they get wrong? Uh, dude, it's all wrong. It's, it's absolutely all wrong. So first off, let me, let me walk you through the process. When we take um, families into custody, we take them back to our station, we process them, they're, they're, they're held together. Now, if they have to go see, if we're going to prosecute them and they have to go see an, administra- an immigration judge, then we have to separate them for a couple hours. They'll go before an immigration, uh, I'm sorry, not an immigration judge, a magistrate, and then the magistrate will, will pass sentence, which is normally time served, and then they'll be reunited back together with their family. So normally this process is anywhere between 4 to 12 hours. That's the normal. Now, there are cases absolutely where we're going, we're going to separate children from their parents, and we're not going to apologize for it. For instance, about a week ago, we, we arrested an individual that had a 7-year-old daughter, um, and he, was convi- he had a conviction in the United States for rape. If you think that we're going to reunite that individual with his daughter in, in this country, you're absolutely wrong, and I will never apologize for that. So, again, look, it, it's being blown completely out of proportion. What I wish is I wish they would just do a deep dive into this um, instead of the rhetoric and give real-life examples, give real examples, and, and then the public can make their own, that they can make their mind up from there. But to, to, to go with the rhetoric just to try to, to disparage this president, that's all they do, and it's and it's it's just wrong. Period. Well, polling is showing that the uh, American public is actually on uh, the Trumpster side. The fifty four percent of people back what's going on. They actually blame the parents bringing their kids across the uh, you know across one or two countries on dangerous dangerous trips to get here. So I think the public has had enough of, of people us paying for people to come here illegally and expect and people expecting to come here and walk right across the border and get free stuff. You know, and, and there's times that you have to separate children from parents. I adopted two children, one when, when he was 7 years old and his sister when she was 12 years old. They were separated from their mother by the state because their mother was a druggie. They had to separate those mm-hmm. children. I, it happens. Look, if anybody understands the, the mental trauma that these children go through, I understand it from a parent standpoint because I've spent countless hours in counseling with these children um, due to what happened uh, with, with their mom. But that was their mom's fault. Their, their trauma comes from their mom. I can tell you that when I'm out on the border, uh, in, in the Tucson sector, this happens all the time. We would have parents with children that when we would start a foot pursuit, they would leave their children behind. 
knowing that I would have to take them into custody, knowing that it would take up my resources and they would be able to escape. Now, they knew, I'm not going to say that they, they were forever abandoning them. They knew that their children would then be released and that they would then be able to go get their children. But they used their children as a ploy so they could get away, knowing that their children would later be released. Wow. That's horrible. The other thing, the other thing is, is all of these separated families, you know, there's three ways that families get separated, in it, mostly. You know, when you're on the south side waiting to, to come across, smugglers will divide you up into different groups. And these parents allow their children to be, to be divided into different groups from them. That's one way that they get separated. If we take them into custody and we put them through their immigration proceedings, if they waive the rights to their immigration proceedings, they can take their children back with them. They choose not to take their children back with them because then they just cross the border later, but now they don't have their children in tow to slow them down. So they, they choose to separate themselves from their children. You know, and then, of course, when we have to prosecute them and we, we forcefully separate them because, you know, in cases, like I said, where, where one person, when the father had been convicted of rape in the United States. So, look, I mean, again, the media doesn't tell you all of this stuff. And let let the public make a decision, but give them all of the facts. This is incredible That's what stuff. Needs to happen. This is incredible. Brandon Judd is on KNST AM 790. He is the head of the National Border Patrol Council. Um, this is incredible news, and it's got to be so. I'm frustrated for you. If they just, what we just did in the past two and a half minutes, if any of the media actually did that, this would be open and shut. But they just want to destroy Trump. This is, this is incredible stuff. Is anything different? Or, or are there any differences between what's going on now and what, what happened in, like, 2014 under Obama? No, no. And, that, and, and that's, what, that's what's really frustrating is we separate family, family from children. Look, Jake Johnson was on CNN yesterday. I, 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 I was on with Blitzer, and he was on Jake Tapper right before I went on with Blitzer. So I watched the, uh, his interview. And he readily admitted that in 2014 we, uh, we separated children. Now, he made it sound like we only did it in certain cases. You know, he tried to minimize it, but he fully admitted that we separated um, families from children. Where was the public outcry then? There wasn't any because they knew darn good and well that, that they needed to get Hillary Clinton in, in, the, in the Oval Office, so they weren't going to disparage um, um, President Obama in any way, shape, or form. But all of a sudden, now it's Trump, so of course they're coming out of the woodworks. This is politics, and it's disgusting. It really is. Uh, how about this story about that two-year-old Honduran girl that was on the cover of Time magazine? They photoshopped that to have Trump looking down on her, and she's crying. And then the media <laughs> jumped to conclusions as if the parents were separated. And now we find out the dad said... Uh, they're actually together. The mom and the daughter, they're together at a facility in Texas. He didn't even know that the, that, that, uh, the mom was taking the daughter. They, she left three kids at home, and she's already been deported, the mom, in the past for crossing the border. And now CBS News actually talked to the Border Patrol agent who actually gave a realistic situation of, of, of what happened. So, so what, let, let, let me tell you what happened there. That, that, that child right there, that child was crying. The mother was being, um, was being given a preliminary pat-down which we have to do. We have to make sure that everybody is going to be safe. And that child's crying, so they just photoshopped the mother out. But the mother, that, that child was standing right next to the mother. So, uh, again, this is, this is what they try to do. This is what they, uh, they, they try to cast stones in a glass house. Um, and thank goodness the public is smart enough to see through all of these, you know, charades and, and whatnot. So, I don't know. I don't know, Ryan. Thank goodness Who? that we have talk shows like this and we have some intelligent listeners. Well, th- listen, man, uh, 
That's all. That's all we can have. Uh, that, that's all we can hey, have. But let me let me circle back to yeah. that though. Yeah. I'll tell you what. If Ryan ever calls me a Canadian again, I will <laughs> never speak with you ever. Okay. Okay. It won't happen. I thought you were on the border at the Canadian border working, and apparently you're in D.C. And I I didn't know. I you might you might actually you might want to be identified as a Canadian versus a DC in right now because yeah. they're the worst. Ryan Ryan should be a host on CNN with that spin that he just put on there. Well, fake news. I'm really good at the fake news. Fake news. That's all I do. <laughs> hey, you are fake news. Exactly. Hey, real real quick. Uh, what prompted? I mean, we know Peter Fonda's a jerk, but you guys, your union, put out a statement calling him forgotten actor and uh, also called him a domestic terrorist. What happened with that? Isn't he a forgotten actor? Were we wrong with that? No, no, no. I thought that was awesome. I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was great. Well, I know. I I, I thought it was hilarious, too. Um, I'm the one who approved the article. No, look, (laughs) I mean, when he says says it's okay to terrorize my children, uh, that is, in my mind, that is a domestic terrorist. When he says that it's okay to lock um, uh, strip Kirsten Nielsen naked and to poke at her, put her in a cage and poke at her and, and do all those things, that's a domestic terrorist. That guy, you know, we, we talk about cyberbullying. We talk about prosecutions for, for stuff like that. That guy should be in custody right now. Yeah, he really should. Uh, and since you brought her up, and la- last thing, la- last two, two-parter. One, what do you think of Trump's executive order? Uh, what do you think it'll do, if anything? Two, I know you weren't the biggest fan of Kirsten Nielsen, but what do you think about what she's doing now? Uh, frankly, I'm disappointed. Um, I, I'm disappointed that the administration let the uh, the public outcry get to them. I wish they would have held held pat. I wish they would have let the facts um, um, come out. I, I wish they would have just waited until the the water cleared. Uh, because if they would have done that, they would have come out ahead of this. But instead, uh, by reversing course, by by reversing course on the zero tolerance. I mean, there's so many different things out there right now. Nobody knows what's going on. You know, the fa- the, the fake news isn't getting that part wrong, mm-hmm. um, and that's disappointing. I mean, I, I I would have expected him to be extremely strong. I I would have expected him to stand up and say, "I'm going to let the facts come out. I'm going to speak truth uh, to what's going on." And he should have done that. And I'm 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 disappointed. Mm. What what you think it'd have been a good, if not a an Oval Office moment or something to where. He literally had a press conference and brought you up and said, Brandon, like you did in, in a minute and 15 seconds, explain what actually happens. And then they could never distort that. And, and, and look, somebody needs, somebody needs to go on there and do that. The problem is, is you, can't have, you can't have somebody in uniform do it because the public just doesn't trust somebody in uniform because they know that they have to. They're being paid by he's one of, uh, Somebody in uniform is one of his employees. I'm not. I'm free to talk about whatever I want. I'm free to call the shots how it is, um, tell the public how it is, and I'm not beholden to anybody except for my agent. Um, and so, yeah, he, he, he should have done something like that. But, you know, hey, it, look, it's, it's going to turn out all right because the, wa- the, the water is starting to clear. Everybody is starting to understand what's going on, and, and, and we're going to be good. Okay. Brandon, man, I really appreciate the time. Uh, thank you very much. Keep fighting the good fight, man. Have a good weekend, and uh, we'll be in touch. Okay, and I apologize for Ryan's comment. You should apologize for it, too. Thanks. <laughs> All right, man, take care. Have a good one. You too, man. Right. Brandon Judd, the head of the National Border Patrol, uh, Border Patrol Council on KNST.